Hello everybody, welcome to today's episode of the College Cookery Podcast. Today we're going to be making a pecan pie, and this comes from a local church cookbook of mine, and it's from Oleta McKelvey, In Her Memory by Larry McKelvey. So, this is a pretty simple recipe. What we're going to need is a cup of white sugar, one cup of corn syrup, light corn syrup is what I used, any kind should work, half a cup of butter, which is one stick, half a teaspoon of salt, three eggs, two teaspoons of vanilla, two cups of chopped pecans, and then a pie crust. And I used a store-bought one. You can use a homemade one if you want. You're also going to need a saucepan in order to mix everything together. Then you're going to need a pie pan. I'm using just a disposable metal one, but any kind will work. But other than that, let's go ahead and get started. Alright, so we set our stuff out. So what we're going to do first, we're going to add our things to our saucepan. So what we're going to add, we're going to add our butter. So that's just a half a cup of butter, so that's a stick of butter. And we're going to turn that to a low heat, two or three. Then we're also going to add our sugar. So we're going to do just a cup of regular white sugar. Nothing too fancy. And then we're going to get that. And then leave this measuring cup out. I'm going to add that. And then while it's heating up, I'm going to want to make sure we have a liquid that will dissolve into. So we're going to get our corn syrup. And this is going to be another cup of this. And we're just going to use the same measuring cup so we don't get any more dirty than we need to. Now, if you have a little bit more or a little bit less, that's all right, too. This is very thick, so let it just drain out. So while we're letting that drain into our cup, what we're going to get is our salt. So we're going to have about a half a teaspoon of salt. So not enough, enough to act as a little binding agent, basically. Alright. So my corn syrup ran out, so I'm gonna open a second bottle or put in our salt. That off. Alright. So just top off that one cup. And then what we're going to do is we're going to need a spatula to stir this anyway. So once we pour it in there, we're going to grab one of our spatulas and just use that to scrape the corn syrup out of our measuring cup. We don't want to lose any of that because this is where a good amount of our sugar is coming from, along with the sugar we already added. So go ahead and put that measuring cup in our sink now. And we're going to want to put some water in there because corn syrup is incredibly thick and sticky. We're gonna let that cut out a little bit and we're gonna take mixture stirred up just a hair. Add our salt last and that's all we're going to have before we start heating it up. And that liquid is gonna help disperse the heat and start to dissolve the sugar 
melt the butter, all that good stuff. So while that's warming up, let's get our salt, just regular table salt. Sprinkle that in there. And if it's a little bit over or a little bit under, that's all right. Don't want to go too much over, but you're not going to taste unless you add a lot. And then just stir that in there too. Keep it over that heat. Sort of like we did with our scotcheroos, where we're just carefully keeping it moving to where we're not burning it. Probably got some corn syrup on you, so you want to go ahead and rinse that out because it's not going to do any damage, but it's very incredibly sticky. Alright, so while that's going, we can go ahead and get our pie crust. So you can have a homemade pie crust. I don't at the moment because I just bought some at Walmart. So you want to make sure it's an unbaked pie crust. So they'll be usually in the refrigerated section, maybe the frozen section. We got it and we're going to, this one's rolled up, so we're going to unroll it and have it as flat as we can get it. Next, we're going to take our pie pan. So I just got a cheap little cheap little metal one. If you have a nicer one, that works too. But we're going to put that as close to center as we can. Press that down and just fill out the bottom. You need to do a little bit of adjustment. Go ahead and do that. Then while you kind of have it set in, so set it down, press it on the corners, and fold out the edges. So while that's in, go back to our saucepan really quick. Keep that stirring. Start to see all that starting to mix together. We're gonna bump up our heat a little bit more to around a four. That'll just help it melt faster. We don't wanna go too high, we're gonna end up burning it. Let that sit again. Back to our pie crust. So just sort of press it against the bottom, fill out that pie pan as much as you can. It doesn't have to be perfect, but the closer to even it is, the better it'll be. All right. So now we're gonna take and we're gonna sort of pinch our crust on the edges together a little bit. This is gonna make a more of a scalloped look. That'll just help everything stay in place, I believe. So one end over another and just keep going around. This is my first time trying this, so it might not be perfect. Just help it to keep together and it'll also make it look a little bit prettier. Just gets a lot of that uh, extra pie crust just more together and then we're going to set this to the side so we're not going to need that until we're done with everything else so if it's refrigerated pop it back in the fridge if it's was frozen then i wouldn't suggest refreezing it but you could have just defrosted one because we should only need one this is a bigger recipe than what I was expecting, but it should still fill up one pie crust nicely. So we're gonna keep an eye on this for a minute. And then we're just going to be heating up this mixture 
until we're done. So just keep an eye on this and I'll be back once our butter is completely melted. So just keep stirring it, keep an eye on it. And once the butter's melted, we'll be back. All right, so our butter's mostly melted, is completely melted into the mixture. So we're gonna turn off that burner and we're gonna move that mixture off of there. Gonna let it cool. And we're also going to take our oven and preheat that to 325. The next, while that's cooling off, we're going to take our eggs and we're gonna break them into a separate bowl. Gonna take three of them. And for this, it recommends using a hand blender. I don't have one, so I'm just gonna be using a whisk. We're gonna take those. Carefully break them in there. Make sure if any eggshells fall on you, pick them out. Before we start beating them, make sure you wash your hands because you don't want to get raw eggs everywhere. We're going to take our whisk and we're just going to beat the eggs until we get them nice and foamy. And mix our sugar mixture really quickly. Make sure everything's incorporated and cooling down. Just take our whisk. You want to break up those yolks first and just use careful not to splash anything anywhere but with using that whisk what we're doing you can go back and forth in a circle mix it up what the whisk is doing is the whisk is actually used to incorporate air into things so we're going to be getting a lot of air into our eggs we're going to keep beating those for just a minute once it's getting a little close, a hand blender will make this go a lot faster. But if you go as quick as you can, you'll start to see a little bit of air bubbles forming. Just keep going back and forth. Start to get them a little light in color as everything starts to get incorporated. That's what we want. Let our arms rest for a second. Go ahead and put our eggs back in the fridge. Just keep going for a minute. If you look under the light, you'll see they start they are starting to get a little bit lighter. So that means that's exactly what we want. With this, we like I said, we just want to be careful. Make sure we're not mixing, we're not flinging any raw eggs everywhere. Do this for just a minute more. Make sure you're going back and forth, circles, just a mix of all of that stuff. Get as much air in there as you can. Like that. And we're getting a lot of air in there, so we should be good now. Rinse out our whisk. Bring our sugar mixture over, and then we're just gonna pour our eggs in there. Then just take our spatula from our mixture, scrape out any eggs up in there. Then take that bowl and just set it in the sink. We're gonna take this and we're gonna mix 
our sugar and our eggs completely. Let's make sure we scrape the sides, bring the sugar up and over, get this completely mixed in. So there are a lot different consistency, so we're gonna have to be scraping the bottom and folding it over some. So this will take a minute, but once we get, you'll start to see where we're stirring it, starting to get the nice mixture we're looking for. But we wanna make sure it's completely mixed in, otherwise we'll have our sugar mixture and then a layer of baked egg in our pie. And that's not the taste we want to go for. Scraping. Make sure if you find pockets where there's a lot of sugar, bring those up and start mixing them in with our egg. All right, getting close. Got little pockets of egg, but most of it is completely incorporated. Just keep stirring for a second. We're gonna let it sit. Next, we're going, the only things we're gonna add now are going to be our vanilla and our pecans. Not going to measure those out just yet. We're going to need a teaspoon, two teaspoons of vanilla, and then uh, two cups of our pecans. So go ahead, get our measuring spoons out for that. Let that sugar sit for a second. Let's keep mixing it up. So now that, if we look, we got it basically completely mixed in our eggs and sugar. So now we're gonna add our vanilla. So two teaspoons. Whenever you're baking with vanilla though, if you go over a little bit, it's usually really good. So the way I do it, I pour it in, let it overflow for just a second and then pour it in and do that twice. Then we're going to get our pecans. So I have whole pecans. If you have halves or pieces, those work as well. We're gonna need two cups. So because pecans are much denser and larger than most things you measure out, it might be a little bit over or a little bit under, harder to determine with those, but just about two cups. Then we're gonna take those and we're going to just completely mix those together. Start mixing it up. Wanna get those pecans throughout. This will help us incorporate any little bit of egg that was in there as well. And then finally, it's going to help us to make sure Everything's just even throughout the pie. So just keep stirring that up for just a moment. Then, once it's nice and even, for just a minute more, and use that, there's our oven, so our oven's now warm, hot. Just use that this time to also check our mixture. Make sure you don't see any pockets of egg, don't see any pockets of sugar mixture. Make sure we keep scraping the bottom of our pan. We want to get sure, make sure all of that is out as well. 
once everything's good, we're going to grab our pie crust. We're gonna to wanna to watch out for our burner. We're gonna do this on the stove. Just slowly pour that mixture into our pie crust. You wanna get it as even as you can. You don't want spots with a lot of pecans and then spots with a lot of sugar. So our spatula, we're gonna scrape out our mixture. Wanna get all that goodness at the bottom of the pan. All that we can. One more time, with that. Then let's look over our pie really quick. If there's any places that don't have a lot of pecans, go ahead, just smooth them out. Looks like a lot of these are floating to the top. Smooth that out. Check our pie crust, make sure, fold it up, make sure everything's in. Then, what we're about to do, so our oven's at 325 now. And right now I'm just folding that pie crust up so we're inside the rim of the pie pan. Just want to make sure we're inside there so we don't have any burnt pieces falling off. Just double check that. If it's a little overlap, it's okay. We just don't want a large amount of overlap. But our oven is now at 325. So we're gonna go ahead, once we finish our pie crust, keep rolling it over. I'm gonna take it, gonna set it in our oven, and we're gonna bake that for about 50 minutes. So you can check throughout, make sure it's not burnt. Once we set it in there, careful, because our filling is very liquidy. Don't want to spill it. Set it in there. I'm gonna set our timer for 50 minutes and we'll be back. So, been about 50 minutes, pulled out our pie, and it's a little bit liquidy at the center. So we're going to go ahead, put it back in for just a couple more minutes because we want it to be a little less liquidy in the center. But about five more minutes should give us a nice, finished amount so we're gonna be back in about five minutes so just keep an eye on it it might take less time it might take more time the more liquidy it feel looks like underneath the surface the longer it needs to be in but once it's just mostly solidified it should be done so after a couple more minutes once we take our pie out once you start to see it lifting up and if it just jiggles a little bit it's pretty much done so take it out and let it cool down for a little bit let that inside solidify but if you take your fork and try a little bit of it you get the pecans are nice and they're surrounded by this very very sweet filling which is exactly what you want you'll also notice you'll see the top is going to be a lot crispier than the insides. Our insides are going to be more liquidy to gelatiny, especially after it's cooled down for a little while. So you're going to want to let it cool for a few minutes, but it's very sweet. You'll also notice the top is going to be much darker brown and it's going to have a lot of bubbles baked in. That's 
that's what you want to see. But once it's done, just let it sit out for a few minutes and then you have your pie done. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the College Cookery Podcast. Today's episode has been pecan pie from a local cookbook I have from Oleta and Larry McKelvey. If you enjoyed the episode, please follow us and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you use. And if you want to, share it with one of your friends because content sharing from fans is how this show gets to more people and helps them learn how to cook. If you want more information as well as bonus content, information about upcoming episodes, chances to suggest new recipes and the like, you can follow us on Instagram at college underscore cookery. But with that, thank you very much for listening and happy cooking.